Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Litecoin Underground Podcast. So this week was a lot of fun. You know, I take these Twitter spaces each week and I try to pull out what are the valuable parts? What are the parts you're going to enjoy? And sometimes there's not always like a, a topic, right? We just kind of have these meandering conversations. But I felt like this week was one of the most fun ones to have. We had in... Uh, a number of Litecoiners, and it was just a positive space. We talked about building the community and what is the Litecoin community? What's kind of the our ethos? What's the culture we're trying to build? And we had some great contributions from Indigo, Nakamoto, uh, Willie Glover, Litecoin Lisa was in there, Clint Westwood. And I really think we're, we have a, a personality as a community, and we're doing a good job of kind of identifying it and living it. And like I said, calling it you know, Willie Glover came out. He was a hashtag machine in this one. Uh, that Litecoin essence. And I, I really like that, like this idea that, hey, we just have a, a way we carry ourselves and an attitude about what we're trying to do, that we're not going to be bothered too much. We try to live that. I'll admit I fail on that sometimes. I wish I was better at uh, not having to be a smart aleck or getting to these, get into the weeds with some people. But that's also who I am. We can always try to improve, right? So uh, before I get into the show, though, uh, a couple things. I, I do want to talk about lookintolitecoin.com. This is a page uh, built by, if you're on Twitter, Master LTCBTC. He's really filling that thing out. There's a bunch of people from the community writing articles for it now. I know why Litecoin writes some articles. Uh, John Easy. LTC is writing some articles, new new contributor recently, Litecoin Eagle. So great technical stuff, um, explaining some of the different uh, added add-ons to Litecoin that are coming and just some of the different things we're seeing. Uh, so highly recommend you go check that out. If you want to learn about anything Litecoin, you see what's going on in the community. He's got all sorts of links, and he's really uh, doing a lot for Litecoin with that. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Cake Wallet, the official wallet of the Litecoin Underground. Cake Wallet is a free, open source, non custodial wallet for Litecoin, Bitcoin, and Monero. What makes Cake Wallet really cool is that you can actually go into the wallet and buy Litecoin directly inside the wallet. And you can also swap between cryptocurrencies inside the wallet without having to disclose any personal information. So, for instance, you've come, like all of us, to this logical conclusion that. Litecoin is Bitcoin version 2.0. And so now you're ready to swap out your one Bitcoin for Litecoin. You can right now get nearly 400 Litecoin for your one Bitcoin. So go to cakewallet.com or download the app today. And as always, enjoy the show. I would say even the people in here, there's kind of a general ethos or a a vibe about Litecoiners that I think is positive. It's welcoming. It's open-minded. It's kind of easygoing. We're in no rush. Like we're just stacking and, you know, stacking and living our lives. That's where I kind of thought about the whole, maybe the brand or just, just like a, an inside kind of like, you know, an understanding among each other. I don't know what I'm driving. I just feel like there's a culture here. And maybe we just need to identify it. And maybe there's something to that that gives us some, that ties us together as a community that's beyond the coin, it's beyond the fundamentals. 
it's beyond the what I do with it every day. I don't know. That's all I was thinking about. Yeah. You know, I, it's definitely the strongest thread, though. You know, definitely the coin. It's definitely the fundamentals that are just, that's the strongest thread that's keeping us to that, together. Because you know, if you look at the Bitcoin community, they're, you know, divided in many areas. And we will be, too. You know, it's just, you know, we all have different opinions on different t- topics. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's perfectly fine for everyone to have a different opinion. And actually, that difference in opinion makes things exciting. It's that debate. Well, can I say this, too? Like, this is something, um, Willie, I see your hand up. I'll get to you in a second. But, um, and this is, uh, I don't want to be sacrilegious in the Litecoin community, but you know, Charlie, when, when it comes to Litecoin, Charlie Lee's who they call. And if it's not Charlie, who is it? You know what I mean? Like nobody else has a voice in the public besides Charlie. And that's fine. Charlie's got a great voice, but to show this, like you said, this broad community, and it really is like you just said, just saying. Like I was, it was, like I said, that I think it was Litecoin Elvis or whatever he goes by now. And I was like, I mean, why Litecoin? You're, you're, you could easily go on a show and talk Litecoin. Indigo, you could go on a show and talk Litecoin. And having that broad, diverse voice and hearing it from multiple places and everybody's got their unique perspective is, is something that I, I almost want to ask Jay from the foundation. Like if you get interview requests and it's for Charlie, maybe say, look, I can't do that right now. Maybe Charlie's not available, but you know, throw it out Daddy. to you, me, and Indigo and Litecoin Lisa, and have this have this master have this conversation. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea because I was reaching out to Mackenzie Sigalo, and I think she's from CNBC, and I've been DMing her about Litecoin and MWeb, and we were going to do an interview, I think, in G- January or December, but. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, right? So Charlie's Charlie's great, you know. Um, but if we could get more people that would, you know, be willing to give an interview, it'd be great. Hey guys, um, I Go ahead, appreciate. Hey, um, I've been listening, and I went ahead and put a request in and turn my mic on and uh, Indigo, I love what you said, and I think it's so powerful that our hashtag is Litecoin Fam. Uh, or LTC fam, and there's so many other coins that it's the army or the whatever that's divisive. And that was the original feeling that when my mom shared Litecoin with us and we were brought into the fam and like, I was very Pollyanna when I came into crypto, I thought everybody loved each other. And then I got introduced to other um, experiences and other coins and I met Maxie's and was like hit it like a Mack truck in the face. Um, <laughs> and you guys spoiled me a little bit. Um, so I do think the Litecoin community is um, unusual in the fact that they're so inclusive and that is something to celebrate and it is something to share and highlight. So I love the direction that you're going and what you're talking about and that everybody brings everybody's valuable. And, um, as far as like my channel's little, but I would love to like, originally what I started my channel with was sharing crypto journeys or people's story about how they got into crypto. And if anybody wants to get on and share their journey and talk about Litecoin, I am, my DMs open for 
all of that. I'm totally down for that. I want to help share and spread Litecoin. I believe in it. I believe in the project and I would love to share um, your heart for that. So you guys just, anybody interested in that or looking to promote what you're doing for Litecoin, um, please reach out to me and like, let's set something up, whether we have to record it and play it later, or if you want to jump on with me and Johnny live or jump on with me and Westwood for a happy hour. Um, or now that, uh, mega chunky buns, Mr. <laughs> Litecoin underground is pushing me yeah. to do these Twitter well, spaces. <laughs> I, I, no, I might have, I might have something for you though. I, there was okay. a girl in clubhouse. She goes by crypto Bella. She runs something like crypto CE or something like 12,000 people in this group. Oh, and wow. she and I, she was saying there's some, uh, program that she can sync the audio from spaces and stream video to like eight different platforms. And she, we were talking about, you know, trying to do a spaces slash video where you could do oh, a video okay, cool. like we were just trying to do, but there's actually a system to do it. All right. Willie's been, uh, having his hand up like, Willie, you should be doing interviews about what I <laughs> just no. uh, request me, brother. I'm here. <laughs> I know you're like, and, I got my hand up. <laughs> and, no, no worries. No worries. Respect to the space for sure. And Lisa, that is an awesome idea. And I love just the overall engagement with with the Litecoin holders. Um, and and what you were speaking of earlier, like a, about a few, few uh, people ago, you know, define a Litecoin holder, essentially. And it's our essence. The level of essence that we have amongst us as uh, people in the space is different. For example, you know, yeah, we may hold other coins, but we're not gamblers per se. I mean, you are. You do gamble to an extent, of course. But when you hold Litecoin, it's more of a long term knowing rather than a belief. Like we know what the coin is. We, we know what it's going to ultimately do. And that's something that strings us all together. It's almost like it, it tethers us. We're connected in that manner. And that's the, uh, you know, general consensus I feel about us. Because if you go off to Bitcoin, for example, it's like, okay, you're chasing a name to an extent. Nothing against Bitcoin. I, I have nothing against any coin. Just merely making an example. Like you have to really have to have some some sort of intestinal fortitude to get on here and speak about Litecoin at the frequency some of us do. And right. and you know I just want to say that in conclusion. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that was almost like what I'm where you start thinking about it. To me, is when you get this challenge and people just want to chirping your ear basically to just be able to kind of like be like hey man i'm just i'm just living my litecoin life like i don't i'm not worried about you because that's that's ultimately what you kind of feel like is like i can't explain to you that i've got a a long-term vision here and I, there's reasons I'm, I'm not sitting here looking at the you know month to month uh charts or whatever it is i know where we're going and i'm not worried about it like no. for, you know what i'm saying I think about to what Indigo was saying earlier about working together or joining together, finding together. Let's say that having fun together. I mean, I've spoken about my son before and this is no gimmick. I mean, I'm in a book for being a pioneer in the game of basketball and he had the best play in the world 
on what most people would deem as Super Bowl Sunday. And I uh, we clipped it out and put it up, you know, for ESPN because he deserves to have a top 10 spot. And I showed, I think I put uh, Litecoin Athlete LTC. I can't remember exactly, but I know something like that will gain the necessary momentum. And again, back to what Indigo was saying, that type of traction is going to be garnered amongst us and others will catch on. And you rather have, you rather me put Litecoin there than let's say a Doge or, you know, big, well, not Bitcoin, but you get my drift. So just, just having that type of figure, not, not saying I'm this or that, cause I'm, it's not like I got a book load of followers, which I don't even, I built my account on substance. You know, I, Everything I put is real. So you have it, one more tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it takes a go ahead, go ahead, please. Well, as I say, is like when I was like thinking of words, like what you just did there, it's a bit of a like a humble thing, right? Like you don't, you're like, eh, I've been doing this, I don't want to brag about myself, but like that's a little bit, and I, and I think that's a little bit why what Charlie would attracted everybody here. Charlie's kind of like that, right? And so it's all rooted in who he is like pretty humble guy. He's not trying to talk a bunch of shit. He's not trying to get your hopes up. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's just keeping his head down and going to work. And, uh, and he would be the followers are that. Yeah. Charlie would be the perfect Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, I know. I don't, he's not Satoshi, man. I really don't think so. (laughs) I mean, he's probably has the capability to do it, but, That'd be a heck of a move, right? And he went. He went back. And he went. Oh, I screwed this, this, and this up. I need to go back to something else. <laughs> yeah, bringing it back just a little bit is that you know, it's you know we can't rely on Charlie Lee. We can't rely on the foundation. You know, if I'm a Bitcoiner as well, and if we don't rely on Satoshi, we can't. And everything that's gone on after him was community driven. And so I think the problem is, is that with Litecoin is that there is a head figure that's still around that we know the name of, and he does have a lot of influence in this space, but we were, and I think that we're just kind of using that as a crutch to lean on and we really need to just grow up and we need to, you know, stop trying to hold his hand to take the lead on everything. And we just need to take the lead ourselves. You know, he's a great person and he's done a lot. Absolutely. I'm not trying to like say anything bad about him but this is a decentralized currency and so yeah that, that's basically it we just need it, to it's too, it's too much to ask him it's too much to ask him right? well it's way too much. I, so much when so i much people out there sorry Lisa, i like mine but like you go into reddit for example there's so many people that are just shitting on litecoin and barely anyone's really speaking back up you know, that kind of shows us as a community as kind of lacking. I go in there a couple of threads and I've seen people just spill so much BS out there, you know, just to get a negative narrative out. And we need to really rally together and be like, no, that's not true. So, yeah, I would, I would real, real quick, Lisa, because I know you were before me, I'd be listening 30 seconds. I would counter that indigo because I, I don't stoop to certain levels. I mean, I see the, 
I mean, some of those memes are kind of funny. I do have a sense of humor, but I don't deal with trolls. Like, I mean, those people are probably 56 years old or something in their grandmother's basement. I, I'm not about to entertain that. And that's the I level of essence we spoke of. Like, we don't need to go there. Like, we're not. And, and this is me. I speak passionately now. You know, I'm speaking with you. You know, we, we just have a that certain level of essence about us. We don't even need to go there. If that's what you feel, great. And I'm talking about the uh, quote-unquote negative Nancy's. And I uh, just wanted to share that with your brother. Yeah, no, but my, my counterpoint to that is if they say something and it is not addressed and they keep on doing it, it kind of becomes the message that gets across. So, you know... For example, someone will say, oh, look at Litecoin. It hasn't done so well this past year. You know, and it's a, compared to all the other crypto, it's true. You know, you can't deny that, right? But at the same time, it's like, well, every crypto has done bad. Look at the other metrics. And you could also say, so you, it does, in my opinion, it does have to be addressed. And if it doesn't go addressed, you know, people come into these spaces who are not as well knowledgeable as we are about the other aspects and the other properties about it. They are just going to see that and be like, "Oh, well, yeah, okay, Litecoin's a shitcoin." Well, okay, but I will say this: if you if your response is like, you know, you do you, I'm just chilling. I'm not worried about what you have to say. It's just negativity. It's not true. And if you're interested in knowing more, you can come listen to us. Like if you just kind of rise above it and don't try to get into the weeds with them, then like what Willie's saying, like that would pique my curiosity a little more if I'm reading that and I'm like, man, these Litecoiners just brush it off their shoulder. Yeah. Like they're Westwood, very self-assured, right? Westwood always says, don't give vampires your energy. And one of the other things that, and I recognize what Willie's saying about like, um, you know, Charlie Lee, he's done his work, you guys. And he sold and he, I'm sure he's bought back in. Nobody could ever believe, make me believe that he didn't. But um, but he's done his work. And now we are saying we're a decentralized community, so let's act like one. So now, if you have an idea, I will never forget because I didn't understand decentralization. And when I was like, oh, well, if Bitcoin Ben can be Bitcoin Ben, then I can be Litecoin Lisa because that was the first coin that that's how I learned about crypto. My mom gave my husband and I Litecoin as a gift when we got married in 2017. And so I was like, then I'll be Litecoin Lisa. And I called David Schwartz and asked permission. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, we're decentralized. Like you don't have to ask permission. And I'm hearing these conversations where we're all like, waiting for Charlie Lee to get the interview and we're waiting for Charlie Lee to do something or we're asking for somebody's we're waiting for permission if we're truly decentralized you guys if if we really are that community then we don't have to ask for permission you do something and if it survives if it wins then that is like the measure that shows that you know that it has value when you're, and when I, you're laying down the model, like what you, I, I love what you and Clint do. And I've said it a number of times, like you're going out there and you're engaging with people, you're engaging with no coiners and you're teaching them the basics. Like that's, that's unbelievable. A lot of fun. We're really enjoying it. We have, um, our next, um, big thing coming up is in Oklahoma city, uh, March 25th on Litecoin Day, the 84th day of the year, 
<laughs> in my hometown in Oklahoma City at my local gun club. Um, and we are going to be having just a great day of it. Everybody can come and if you choose to shoot or whatever you want to do. And then we have a great restaurant and bar there. And we're going to be um, doing our happy hour live. And Westwood's going to do, we're going to do our class um, there earlier in the day. So we'll do our Crypto 101 class. We download wallets and send Litecoin and um, kind of do like a telephone game. Um, we're going to do this time where, so Change Angel donates Litecoin and then Westwood s- sends it. And then we send it to a wallet and then have everybody like, we're going to play a game with it and have everybody send it around. But um, the other thing, the other comment I just want to make really quick is somebody said something about, oh, and then on Reddit, um, people say Litecoin's a shit coin because what it did, those people are looking at the price compared to a dollar that is actually the shit coin or whatever you want to call it right now. Um, Litecoin, if you look at what a project does, this year alone, Litecoin has what? Put out OmniLite, gaming, um, MWeb. That's not a shit coin. New miners. The transactions amounts. If you go look at the transactions, Bitcoin versus Litecoin, it's incredible. So that's not a shit coin. Those are was, today. I had this thread. I was like, somebody said something about why is uh. Why is Litecoin just not relevant anymore or something? And I'm like, dude, is that PayPal and Venmo? It's, it's fucking everywhere. Like, what do you want? And they and they had something to say like that. Well, that doesn't, you know, the price isn't doing anything. Therefore, it's like. It's like, the like, only other coin un- on every ATM internationally <laughs> yeah. with Bitcoin. Tell me it's not relevant. Right. They will. And so I didn't. But, that, but like, that's I'm the just point. Thinking back. You're never going to win. Like it's, they're not, they're not coming. Okay. Ask yourself Indigo, what would it take for you to go into a a Reddit thread of another coin that you don't even own and just try to go shit on it? Like how worthless of a person would you have to be? Well, you know, I'm going to take... That hurts, man. That hurts because oh, I come on. <laughs> I go, I go into, I get, I go in. So when I first started, as I said, like I went into these Bitcoin maxi rooms, and I got oh. up there and I debated them, and I can debate any Bitcoin maximalist at this time. And you're right, I'm not going to convince the person that I'm speaking against. They're entrenched. But actually, I, 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 you know what? I disagree with that. There are people who are Bitcoin maximalists, and a ton of them are following me at this point. But more importantly, are the people who are listening in all the spaces. Yes. The people who are listening and they hear the debate and they hear my rationale, they hear the fundamental arguments that I have. Because I got into the mud with these Bitcoin maximalists and I threw back, you know, that's that's why, you know, nope. that's but you're not going in there to shit on Bitcoin. You're going in there to speak your case. I'm saying if oh, someone just okay. if yeah, someone yeah. Come, walks in here, someone comes in here, a Bitcoiner turns the mic on, it's like, ah oh, fuck Litecoin's a shit coin, blah blah. Yeah, okay, that dude's a worth. Let's you guys know life, right? Yeah, fair <laughs> so, enough. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I was right. saying you I, at all. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And no, I didn't, I didn't take any offense. Um, I guess so I kind of said it. I get your why, why Litecoin? Give me one second, and then you're up. But if you had some kind of just very like uh, calm response, and when someone wants to fud it, to say something like, "Look, we're on, we're on Venmo, PayPal, every single exchange, ATMs. I'm happy with my investment. I'm looking long term." Just chilling, stacking and chilling, whatever. Just very, 
not getting in the mud with them, but a above it all type of response, that's going to have a, I think somebody reading that would feel like, okay, you're the mature person and this other person is just a, a troll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, I tell you, thinking about a lot of the debates I've had uh, with these Bitcoin maximalists in these spaces, it really was because of how I approached that situation. And, um, you know, I try, I mean, I def- it's tough. You know, it's very tough. They could definitely rile you up. They could get your blood pressure up. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. But, um, yeah, like when they came in here, right? That's what they do all the time. And actually, that's kind of why I like going into their space and debating on this because it desensitizes me to it. And I'm like, okay, you know, I know you're BS. I've heard it plenty of times before. Whatever. These are the fundamentals, right. you know. And because of that, I've actually had even Bitcoin maximalists debate themselves, and I just sit back. I let them <laughs> argue amongst themselves, and it's great when that happens. Um, that's funny. I got to figure out how that how to trigger that more, but um, still, though, it's uh, it really is good to know the fundamentals as well as a Bitcoin maximalist knows the fundamentals of Bitcoin. Yeah. Because you know, if you know that, you know the fundamentals for Litecoin. Um, so definitely spend time in the Bitcoin maxi spaces, ask them questions. Don't try to push Litecoin, but just ask them questions and hear the response because 99% of the time it applies to Litecoin as well. Uh, they have yeah. a lot of good points in there. And, yeah, they do. There's some know, smart people. They're very smart people in there. Okay. Why Litecoin? You've waited patiently. Then Willie, then Clint. What's up, why Litecoin? And I won't interrupt. I promise. Three people without me talking. that's a challenge um (laughs) (laughs) thanks um everyone for those perspectives i definitely agree with a lot of what was said you know like what what i like about the litecoiners or litecoin community is that it feels more genuine rather than trying to push a coin on someone just so it'll make you richer right it feels like whether it's johnny litecoin or litecoin lisa or even bitcoin ben like they have this fundamental, genuine character and they're not just in it for themselves. And I think that's really what the Litecoin community has going for it. And even to myself, like I, like kind of what Willie was saying is that we have this sort of knowing that um, Litecoin in the future will do really well. And, and from my perspective, like I've said multiple times, is that given sufficient demand for Bitcoin, transfer fees or transaction fees have to rise up into the point where migration goes to other networks and Litecoin's like like Lisa said is on every exchange it's super liquid it's been around 10 years and so it makes sense that Litecoin would be adopted under those circumstances now I think you know people talk about LTC BTC price going down and you know based on the total transfer volume being sent to the networks it does make sense it just doesn't make sense you know projecting out towards the future um so what's encouraging to me is that I see transactions increasing, but I also see median transaction volumes or values increasing significantly as well. Like we were hovering in the $20 range and that's, that's like the, where the vast majority of transactions are in that $20 range. And now they're at $150 and transactions went from like 20,000 to 120,000 now is where we're averaging. So if that trend continues, that's that's sort of organic growth, in my opinion, and that trend should continue. And over time, it'll be reflected in the price. And back to what Master was saying, like, 
you know, if we do have sort of a mania run, like the Litecoin network can get repriced against Bitcoin super fast, right? Like if fees go up to 100 bucks, all of those people that are using Bitcoin on a daily basis, now they can't use it for their, you know, median transaction values of like $500 is where Bitcoin's at. So all that activity would have to migrate. And I think that could catalyze, you know, significant growth over a very, you know, short period of time. We don't know when that would happen, but under the right circumstances, it definitely would. That's kind of my take. Um, and I really, yeah, I think we just need to educate people, go out there and try to spread the information, not not for our own personal gain, but just, you know, because we have this understanding of what Litecoin is and we need to educate people on the direction it's going. No, I'm with you. And, and in conjunction with Lisa, when you mentioned you know, someone or even I can't remember specifically, but someone asking for permission to use a Litecoin name, I revert to what we're doing. You know what, my son, I did not ask for permission to say he's a Litecoin athlete. Fact of the matter is, if I own the coin, if I possess it, then, hey, that's my likeness. That's my brand. And I'm attaching that to me and betting on myself. And. I used to, and, and, and it's strength in numbers. I mean, if we think about it, an ant cannot drown in a drop of water. So there's going to be power in numbers. So a while ago, when I wanted to check out some information on Litecoin, you know, I would type it in the search bar on this app, and I see master, like, I want to say at least 85% of the tweets. So I said, okay, what can I do to boost our brand, boost Litecoin's brand, boost my brand? All I have to do is tweet a few things here and there. And those who have the mindset as me are going to do the same thing. And that's going to be the first thing they're seeing. They're seeing just using he and I for an example right now. I mean, that's a pretty decent impression for what we're doing um, as a coin, you know, and I'm reluctant to say community because of all the, you know, new connotation around that until I get a more appropriate word. I'm going to be, you know, cautious of that. But, um, you know, everybody has the opportunity to simply write Litecoin fam or Litecoin, hashtag Litecoin or what have you. And I certainly encourage that. And and in Indigo, and speaking to what you were saying, I mean, that's the great thing about us in general um, as holders. Yeah, we're all going to come come at it different ways. Like Master is more technical and you may be more of the, the one who, who's going out and, and getting that one troll who maybe can have a hundred dollars to afford a coin i don't know maybe he can get out of his mama basement that way so if that's what we want to do we know how we're going to be represented and uh collectively we we are like i said that's the essence we have and you know let's continue building and it doesn't take much to like something i mean i like random as long as it makes sense uh, you know, i like random things all the time from litecoin people or litecoin tweets and this is what I was going to say as well. Master hit it all the time. It's only 84 million coins. The population in America is about 329 million now. So we have to look at how many users there are on Twitter. And with me being an investor, you know, I'm conscious of these type of things. And quite frankly, there's not that many people on Twitter. 
Not at all. So it's, it, we spoke about Litecoin being only 10, 11 years old or what have you. Same with Twitter. So that foundation is still being established right now. And we are that. The foundation is has to be laid down before the roof. And everybody has the opportunity to continue being a part of that. And these platforms, as we're doing right now, are only going to continue to be the springboard. And when it pops off, which it will really soon, that's what I believe, uh, you know, it's all going to continue to get greater. Yeah, right. I, I completely agree with that sentiment. Um, you know, it definitely is us developing one another and us gain, you know, supporting one another. There's a lot of knowledge that we all have in our own specific domain and skill sets that we have that can be used to contribute to this. You know, if it's as simple as just liking a tweet, if that's what you can do, do it. Retweeting is not that hard either. Um, if you can get up into a space and talk to speak, if you are good at researching, finding information and sharing it, you know, all that stuff is really good to have. It adds to the discourse of what we're trying to do here. And that is to educate people on what Litecoin is and the fundamentals of it. Yeah. All right, Clint, you're next. But I, I got to say, I'm kind of liking hashtag Litecoin essence. <laughs> Wasn't that a magazine? Was that not a magazine, Willie, back in the day? Nah, I believe you're right. Yeah, it <laughs> is a magazine. Back in the late 90s, right? Mid to late yeah. 90s, that's what you're speaking of? Yeah, well, I was in high school, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. early like... 90s, somewhere in the range. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... Yep. laughs> All right, Clint, Clint. I got to agree. That's what was on my mind. I love that. I got some, yeah. random, like, some random information in my head, dude, and that was a piece of it. <laughs> now that's right. good stuff because it really is. It's the that's what makes Litecoin what it is. It's the essence of the people. It's the community. It's that we all have talents. And what I, what I really like and what I try to try to practice is that, you know, rather than get in the mud, you know, Hey, we all pick our battles and we all, you know, have different, different weapons that we use. Um, but I would rather, um, just, I don't want to say not engage, but rather lead by example and just teach people. And we talked about it, a lot of you education, just teach them what Litecoin is. You know, I, I like Lisa, you know, you brought it up and I say it all the time. Don't give vampires your energy. And that's the way I look at it. It's like, you know what? I'd rather be the light and just go ahead and lead by example. Talk about Litecoin. Talk about those fundamentals that's, that there's 84 million. There's only a quarter of a Litecoin for each person in the United States. You know, if it's all mined out, less than point zero one for each person in the world. I mean, those are fundamentals. And when you talk about those things, that resonates with people. And at the end of the day, I think most people out there listening and, you know, on Twitter or on YouTube, you know, whatever platform they're listening to Litecoiners on, I think they would much rather hang around with uh, someone from the Litecoin community than uh, some of the other communities, because I think we're, you know, a pretty, pretty good group and uh, try not to stay uh, too toxic, but uh, it's all about us. It's all about the people and just moving the coin forward and, and really uh, leading by example and educating people because there's a lot of newbies out there. And that's what I love. I love meeting those new people uh, who are getting into crypto and teaching them and knowing that at the end of the day, I can sleep at night knowing that I've taught them about something that truly is sound money for the digital age. I know a lot of people don't like that, but I'm going to keep saying it because it is true. See, that's that humble thing coming back. Nobody Who doesn't like that sound money for the digital age? 
and pick, <laughs> Max, <laughs> everybody likes that. What are you talking about? And piggybacking off that comment, I mean, our multiple approaches to expanding the Litecoin essence, zero plus three is three. One plus two is three. Four minus one is three. There can be multiple. There are multiple rights. There's no one way. There can be multiple rights. And um, again, you know, us meeting right here only continues to amplify that essence. And we go out and be right in our own ways and allow that to continue to build this magnificent Right now, we'll just call it a castle. <laughs> we'll start with the foundation. Well, we do have the foundation. That's true. <laughs> Litecoin foundation or a regular foundation? <laughs> uh, Our decentralized foundation of yeah. the community that we have with each other. This, if I were, if I put this on a podcast, this episode is called Litecoin Love. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Kim and then Willie, you're up next after that. What's up, Jay Kim? Hey, what's going on? I uh, I, I got hey, go your name. Is your name isn't John Kim, is it? Oh no, it's it's Justin. Uh, but okay, that, I've got that before. <laughs> all right, just making sure. Yeah, no worry. It, it'd be funny. I, I wonder if I'm related to him somehow. But um, yeah, no, I just just wanted to say, you know, I gotta go soonish. But um, I just wanted to thank this uh, this this community, this this Twitter Spaces that you've hosted, Litecoin Underground. Uh, and, uh, you know, thank you for all the wisdom, uh, Indigo and Master earlier. Um, I did want to just quickly say, um, you know, what, what drew me to Litecoin uh, as a younger uh, investor is um, just exactly this, like what you guys were talking about, not only the fundamentals and, you know, the truth behind everything going on on the blockchain itself, uh, but also the, the warm and welcoming uh, kind of unified feeling I get. Uh, from being uh, in Litecoin uh, compared to, you know, a lot of Twitter spaces out there. Uh, you know, I've joined some pretty toxic uh, Bitcoin maximalist uh, Twitter spaces. And uh, just seeing the difference here is so refreshing to me. And uh, uh, so I'll leave it with that. You know, um, keep keep pursuing truth. Um, and, uh, you know, I've pursued truth uh, as far as now. And I've found Litecoin and I'm going to keep supporting this community. Uh, I'll definitely write a Litecoin article soon on my Substack. Uh, but uh, with that, I, I did want to say, uh, just kind of give a quick shout out. Um, uh, Shane, I, I see a couple listeners here. Uh, Shane, uh, that Saitama uh, profile picture. Um, Al Lighthouse, um, Kyle, Gene Light Picard. These are all great follows. Um, and uh, I, I want to welcome them and kind of fill the void here uh, as I as I leave uh, the stage here. But if, if you guys are you know open to, to speaking, I, I'd love to kind of uh, put a voice to your guys' names as well. Uh, but thank you so much. For sure. Thanks for coming in. Go ahead, Willie. No, I was just going to um, kind of harp on the, mm, let's say, <laughs> the oligarchy, the branches of the oligarch. You know, we have to be, we don't have to do anything, but I would encourage being mindful of the events since, let's say, at least 400 years ago. Like there's always going to be something you will never find a time. And let's just say modern history where there wasn't some type of ongoing lingering negativity from mainstream media, because let's face it, 
if they broadcasted good news 24 7 who would watch like they wouldn't have a job so someone said it earlier it's like they're looking to instill fear in you yeah they have writers it's a script hollywood is the government and the government is hollywood but yeah are real lives involved absolutely are people dying yes and that's where you know, you look at the state of cryptocurrency just in general, you know, I I don't feed into that projection. Like, I'm not about to be here talking about, and I'm, I'm speaking generally right now, I'm not going to have a life, um, you know, ascending in sovereignty and putting my energy or, or even like most of my energy on what that specific projection is doing. I mean, it's all, it's real life, yes. But it's scripts. I mean, does anybody on this line really believe the Biden character is writing his scripts that he can barely read? I mean, it's the WWE. That's what it is. You had your Trump character last year, and now you have this character. And every time a red red participant is in, you know, country is supposed to be the racist in the world the most racist country out there. And it's, uh, you know, police are supposed to be killing melanin dominant beings left or right. That, that's, that's the, that's the illusion. And anytime uh, the blue is in, okay. Anytime the blue is in, it's always a war always. So, I mean, we're speaking about two, two wings on the same bird. And ultimately they all answer to the same people, the same beings which is a group of about 200, 250 uh, families. And and these are facts. And I just encourage us as our brother, um, let's say, I, I didn't get your name, J. Kim, John, I, I, what, what did you, I, I forgot what you said, that's on me. J. Kim, Justin, Kim. Justin, 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 right? we, we, we must <laughs> live. Yes, Justin. I choose to live in the truth. In fact, that's one of my hashtags that, you know, I feel that when more beings in general are willing to gravitate towards what it really is, the more smooth, although there's still going to be currents, the less, let's say, head face versus someone who's just completely oblivious, which which are the majority. Well, you're a hashtag machine. I'm thinking. Stop. I'm thinking. Stop. Litecoin truth. Stop. Very good hashtag. Let's let's hey let's get it. And, and one thing about me, you know, as, as far as credibility, because I mean I spoke about this before. I care, but I don't care. There's nobody on this app, as I said before, who's more credentialed than me. And you know, from being on coaching college basketball to being a financial advisor currently with the leading firm to being a metaphysician to doing this and that winning a national championship and the fact of the matter is like I don't get compensated to speculate imagine if something I tweeted one two three four five six years ago was inaccurate and my family is solely dependent on me with no oligarchy uh, assistance it's just that the things that I'm saying Obviously, I, I know the algorithm and how they're configured. It's not getting out, but it eventually will. And it's not that's not an egotistical type comment because I've been there and done that. Like, uh, 
you you mentioned earlier about I sound humble. If you would have caught me, you know, five, ten years ago, that would not have been the case. But I'm I'm more on a different path now. Thirty-six years old, I was chasing what I felt was the top of the pyramid at the time until I learned that there was no ceiling. So right now I'm more of, you know, a teacher and the master teacher is able to do so without the student even realizing they're being taught. All right. Oh, you already muted yourself. I'm just listening. <laughs> Don't put out that pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is like, yeah, it's been, been a good, been a good talk. I'm enjoying all this, you guys. Uh, all right, Willie, you got your hand up. And then, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Now, that, that's the wonderful thing about these spaces. Uh, you have a come, you have a thought in your head from about 15 speakers ago. So that's what I'm going to be reverting back to. But in mentioning something that was more recently said about the author authoritarian regimes, I mean, you, you look around, whose isn't? Like, what entity or what country or corporation is not? I mean, the quote-unquote land of the free just a few months ago told everybody to put on a mask or, and get this serum injected in you, or we're going to strip your livelihood. So, in living in truth, we have to, uh, we don't have to do anything. I'm just going to speak about me. I choose to live in the truth and recognize what it is. Sovereignty, for example. Imagine someone saying that they want to be sovereign, but asking a deemed official for leverage, a governor, a mayor, or what have you. And then also, the more you speak on something, the more you give it power. For example, do, do we feel any oligarchy official has spoken more about sovereignty beings tonight than our correlation, and I'm speaking collectively here, of speaking about any type of oligarchy regime? So that's power in itself. Ignorance explain, what do you, what do you, explain that. What do you mean? I'm not, I wasn't following. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked because I, I want to be clear. So. Yeah. If you, the more you speak on something, the more you give it power. Right. Okay? So do do we feel, now the, the name, I'm just going to say what it is. The government, quote unquote, has been spoken of a lot in just a short 30, 40 minutes I've been known here. So that's continuing to give them power. Yet we, we, we're seeking collectively sovereignty. I found that it's best if you want something to go away. Or if you want something to be reduced, just don't think about it. Don't even talk about it. You know, don't bring it up. Obviously, say what you want. But I'm speaking from a self-substantiation point of view. And we, we speak about different regimes or what have you. But fact of the matter is, again, they all answer to the same people. These are facts. And, uh, you know, we spoke about all, po you know, being positive. That's great to an extent. However, there's no such thing as a functional battery with two positive ends. Too much of anything is not good for you. Too much water, you are drowned. Like our brother, uh, gosh, I forget his screen. There we go. Uh, meet, meet, meta, meta Kermit. 
came in and said, hey, I'm not trying to be negative here. Hey, you're not negative. Like this good and bad. That's okay. Let me make that make sense. Let's say if I had a neighbor, which I do, and someone knocked on the door and said, hey, I have your parents for ransom. And if that neighbor buries that person under the ground, is my neighbor good or is my neighbor bad? What? Good and bad are only a perception <laughs> to the situation. I think I think they're bad. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm gonna, that's very bad. <laughs> I mean, at least I would you. disagree. Move, so, they give a proper so, burial so, and all that. Shit. Tell me if some if somebody came up to you saying they have a, a loved one in ransom, and you decide to handle it on your own, you you would say you're a bad guy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah I just want to make sure I'm clear. Yeah. So the perception of good and bad is depending on the situation. Because am I a good guy to the quote-unquote government right now and what I'm sharing with you all? Or am I a bad guy to them? Am I a bad guy to you all? Or am I a quote-unquote good guy? Well, Fact do you live is, in Canada? No, I currently reside in Colorado. Did you send money though to the trucker cause? <laughs> oh no, no, I don't. I don't even. If it's on mainstream news, I, I really even did. You uh, did you see that? Did you see that they somebody reported that uh, one of the addresses, a few addresses, came from like Litecoin, Ethereum, that Man. they're actually uh, you know blacklisting those wallets. I was unaware of that. Again, if it's on mainstream news, I really don't because they can say anything. Just because they say it doesn't mean it's you know we can validate it. No, I I like what you said though about like giving things energy and the positive and negative. And, and I like like Will, you've been here maybe a couple three weeks, and every week I feel like um, I'm ready to come in here and I got some. I don't know. I like to challenge the narrative like that's that's in my blood of what, you know, it's in my makeup when people are feeling overconfident. I want to maybe it's me. I like to tear people down in a way. I don't know. I like to go, well, is it really good or should we really be feeling this good about things? And, um, you know, that that's where I had that video earlier this week about the censorship stuff and you know, if I'm going to be real dystopian about crypto, like there, there's some tools available to the government that can start to make things very, very difficult for everybody. And that's when you, you have to, it's no longer a, Hey, happy go lucky thing. It's a fight, right? And you have to speak your case and you have to let people, you know, Hey, I'm not a terrorist. I'm not a monster. I just own some cryptocurrency, right? And so, I don't know. And, and the broader this community gets, the faster we can bring people into understanding that these aren't weapons. These are peaceful. These are pass. This is passive resistance. Crypto is passive resistance. I think the passive resistance thing we have to stick with because it does mean something to people. People see, they meet you, they hear, they hear our voices. They they come in here and they talk to us, and we're open, welcoming, and. We're not bad people. We're nice, genuine people. And then they hear in the news, oh, crypto people are just monsters and they're all white supremacists and criminals and terrorists and whatever. And they'll go, no, no, no. I know those people. I talk to them. They're good people. 
And that that goes a little bit back to the maximalists, right? That they're not doing us any favors. They're, they're a detriment because they're easy to attack. So that's was my point. So now Clint, you can take, take it from there. And that's a great point. And I can't count the number of times because I've been to a lot of meetups. I mean, I've been around the country a lot and met a lot of different people. Sometimes 10 people show up, sometimes 50 people show up. And every time I leave, you know, I meet one, two people and I spend a lot of time with them and they are inevitably you meet people who, oh my gosh, my wife, you know, she just doesn't get it. My family doesn't get it. And thank God, you know, I'm out of place. And I met someone, you know, like you, like Lisa, like other people who show up like-minded people and it validates everything I've been thinking. And it helps them to kind of take that step forward and, and continue on that path because it is, it's, it's difficult. It's intimidating, but I mean, I look at crypto and a lot of us, most of us in this, in this group right now, and a lot of people that we know, um, there's just that, that knowing, you know, and, um, that essence, I guess you could say there's that, there's just that understanding that things aren't right. And what is it? And it kind of comes down to the money and we gravitate towards something that helps solve that money issue that we have in the world today. And we're, you know, we're early to the game. We just feel it. And everybody comes to it at their own time. You know, we've heard about cryptocurrency, you know, most of us, and then we did not get into it. And then, okay, we got to, we got to really get it. We got to internalize it. We, we've got to understand it. And then once that light bulb goes off, it's okay. Now I get it. Now I understand the power of what this is. Now I understand the power of self-sovereignty and that I can be my own bank, that I can hold crypto and then I can send it to anybody I want to send it to and they can send it to me. And, and just building that mindset It's just, it's, you know, you withdraw the energy from the old system and it's not going to happen overnight. It isn't. And that's the one thing that was kind of aggravating and frustrating to me in the early days. It's just, when are people going to wake up? Even before crypto, when will people wake up? But I've gotten to the point where it's, you know what? Everybody's going to wake up at a different time. We just have to be uh, stewards of that knowledge and that education and just help them along the way because they're just kind of walking in darkness and at least we can hold a torch and, and get them down the path. And so many people I've met, that's what they're looking for. They just need that. They need to have that validation in their lives, that lives that they're doing the right thing and they are on the right path and feel that they're on the right path. Cause you know, there's a lot of people around them that aren't, aren't validating that, but it's a slow process. It's a rewarding process. Um, I don't like to travel. I kind of hate it, but I go because every time I go, it reinvigorates me and it gives me hope and humanity because I see real people who think the same way and they want things to change. And they see this as a way to really forge a new existence out of the old system and into a, a better economic reality for themselves, their family, their children, their grandchildren. And we just, you know, it's aggravating, but you know, with, with all of the, the propaganda that we see, but it's funded by unlimited money and that's why it's there. So what do we have to do? We just have to keep withdrawing the energy and moving forward and helping other people to do the same. So it's, it's a patience game. And it is almost like a religious ethos. Like when you speak to, I I used to work with this, this lady and she was very, very Christian and she's a great, she was such a, beautiful person i loved her she was awesome i'm not a very religious person but she would always be like hey if you ever want to come by oh this sunday we're gonna have this thing if you want to come out 
just you and your family, bring your kids. And she never, she never, if you were like, ah, no, I'm not really interested. Like, she's like, okay, cool, whatever. But she, the next time it came around, just if you're interested, you know, and you feel like <laughs> it's, this, it's the same mentality of like, you don't want to be pushy. You don't want to be a, you don't want to put people off to it. You just want to let them know, hey, if they're ever curious, I'm available, right? I've got somewhere that you'll come in, you can learn, and it's a no, it's a no pressure situation. And, uh, and so it's just so weird how they're very similar. <laughs>